Hello, my good friends, and welcome to the Fortune 500 Mindset and Playbook Podcast. I am your host, Elizabeth, and I'm here to help you bridge the gap between your goals and transforming into the high-level person required of you to meet them through mindset coaching and education on high-level business practices. Get ready to meet your truth, transform, and transcend into your next level in business. Hey there, listeners. So my name is Elizabeth. This is my very first podcast. I'm so excited. So the reason why I wanted to start a podcast was because I've always had like really long commutes. I've always had like an hour and a half to two hour commute to and from work. And during that time in the car, the ridiculous amount that I would spend in the car, I started to like give myself pep talks like from a third person. And I just never really stopped. And so some people call it talking to themselves. I call it using my quiet time as an outlet to brainstorm. I would use it as an outlet for my content, uh, rehearsing a session with a client. I, I was just always, hell, even I would freaking rehearse my arguments with my fiance, like in the car, like Literally, people look at me in the car and they're like, dude, that girl's talking to herself, right? But no, I'm using it as a creative outlet. So this is why I started the podcast. I'm like, Liz, you just, you literally talk to yourself too much, like in third person, as if you're talking to someone, you just need to start a podcast. You talk too much. So here I am. I'm finally putting my best foot forward. And now I am officially a podcaster. So welcome. So what I want to talk to you guys about today is the mindset, right? Like that's, I am a life coach. I'm a business coach. So I do talk a lot about mindset. If you follow me on social media at life coach, Elizabeth, you will see a lot. I talk in a very positive light around mindset, but today I'm not going to talk about it in the same light as how most people talk about mindset. And if you know me also, I like to talk about unpopular opinions and I like to talk about things that really kind of get you thinking and really start to make your brain jog. So let's just call it out. Mindset does not always work. Don't come for me. Actually, you can come for me if you want. Thinking positive does not always work. It doesn't always work. I think positive all day long. Like literally, you can call me Yoda. I'm I'm always preaching positive things. I'm always thinking in an enlightenment type of way. Like I try to stay positive and I still get defeated. And I know far too many people, like including myself, who have great mindset, but they still struggle when it comes to going after what they want and reaching their goals. Like thinking positive is just not, it's not the final answer. Sometimes it really just doesn't work. Having a good mindset doesn't help in all circumstances, regardless of what they say, it doesn't. And here's the reason why. So what is the meaning of mindset? The meaning of mindset is attitude. It's having a good attitude. Well, let's break that down even further. What is the meaning of attitude? Attitude means a way of thinking that is reflected by your behavior. But see see here, there's, there's the gap. The key word in the meaning of attitude itself is your way of thinking. Your thoughts are a conditioned way we perceive things. That's That's literally what thoughts are. It's just an accumulation of perceptions and feelings about an event taking place. And that is how the thought is formed. It's a projection and a judgment based on our conditioning. And that conditioning, you know, starts even when we're a little and it kind of continues. 
So we can try and have a good attitude towards something, but more often than not, our conditioned thoughts that are so deep and subconscious that we don't even realize they've left an imprint on us are getting in the way, or they're right there, right underneath our great attitudes. And any little thing dissolves the great attitude and our imprint kicks in. And what I mean by that is if you're going throughout your day and you have a good attitude, your imprint is right underneath that good attitude, meaning any little thing that triggers you is going to bring that out. And then your your great attitude is going to dissolve. Like, have you ever, I mean, I know for me personally, I can be having a great day, great positive attitude. I know what I'm supposed to be doing that day. I am feeling motivated. I'm getting my work done. And then something will happen and it's my attitude just kind of takes a 180. Well, it's because my conditioning is right underneath that, or I should say it was right underneath that. So this is why, and I'm speaking from the whole purpose of this podcast is because I'm literally, I'm gathering information that I hear my clients bring up. I'm I'm hearing, I'm seeing trends like on with my audience on social media So this is what I'm seeing. People who appear to know a lot about mindset and they know what type of mindset they should have, yet they're still struggling with overwhelm, procrastination, feeling feeling defeated, feeling like they want to give up. So for me personally, it's really easy to know what having a good mindset looks like. And I can repeat to you all of the things that I know about what embodying a good mindset looks like for you. So why do I, the question is, if I know these things and you might be able to relate with the same similar question, why do I still struggle sometimes with feeling defeated and feeling that self-doubt and that self-sabotage kicks in, procrastination? I feel overwhelmed, even though I read all day the things on Instagram that I know I should practice for mindset. Like I know the no, right? So why is this still happening? And a lot of times, um, a lot of times that if we can't answer that question or we just don't know why we're self-sabotaging and procrastinating, it just leads to more self-sabotage. It's like you can't crawl out of that hole. So take myself again for an example. To an outsider looking in, I appear to have every reason to have a strong, positive mindset. And most of the time I do. Don't get me wrong. All day, every day, like I said, these thoughts go through my head. I can do this. I am going to one day be a leading coach in my industry. I have what it takes. I think these things all day long, which is the correct mindset, right? But do I always actually believe these things? I have the right attitude. I am displaying the correct mindset. But do I actually believe I can do this. I can be a leading coach in my industry. That's where the self-doubt kicks in. That is what leads to the procrastination and the overwhelm and feeling like I'm going to give up. (laughs) And no matter how much we talk to ourselves, does our subconscious really even believe the things that we're saying to ourselves? So believing if we can do something heavily relies on our conditioning. And I've, I've come a long way and I've done a lot of inner work to be able to tell you, you need to get to know your conditioning. It sounds like a fluffy term and a fluffy piece of advice, 
but you need to get very familiar with your conditioning so that you can tell it that you no longer need its advice and you can start taking the advice from what you are telling yourself daily. Those positive thoughts that we talked about, I can do it. I am going to be a leading coach. Like I want to be able to start taking that advice and actually believing it. I don't want to believe my conditioning anymore. So 10 times out of 10, if someone knows how to think positive, but the results still are not showing up, it's due to a conditioning. And what do I mean by conditioning? You're going to learn from me in the best way that I know how to teach and guide. And that is through my personal experience. So me starting this podcast is really honestly to use my personal and business experience to help others. I will always try to use my voice in my platforms to talk about my own experience because I believe that that's the best way you're going to absorb something. I can tell you do X, Y, and Z all day long, but hearing an actual experience is going to allow you to buy into the idea or buy into the belief or say, oh, that's how I can apply it to my life or that's how I can apply that to my personal and business goals. So I'm a pretty, that's how you're going to absorb something basically. I am a positive person. I think positive for sure. Okay, question. Why do I still get overwhelmed by self-doubt? So when I start feeling like I... My mindset is not helping. My good attitude is not helping. I still feel like things aren't going in the way that I'm hoping. And then I allow that to make me feel self-doubt. I allow it to make me procrastinate. Anytime I'm just feeling down and I'm feeling like I'm in a slump, I use this journal prompt to kind of help me figure out what is right, what was right underneath my good attitude and my good mindset. What brought that out? So I ask myself questions and I literally get my notepad and my journal out and I and I write the answers to them. And some of the questions are, if I'm thinking positive, why do I still get overwhelmed with self-doubt? So I ask myself, what behaviors am I avoiding to reach my goals? What behaviors are misaligned with reaching my goals? And I write those down. Then I ask myself, Why am I avoiding them? So if I know exactly what I should be doing to take steps forward in the direction of my goal, why am I avoiding them? Why am I choosing to avoid them? And then I ask myself, what do I need to believe to get these tasks done? And that is the question that brought out my truth. I need to believe that I will succeed. That's what my answer was. And this is called somatic questioning technique. It's asking, kind of asking the same questions just in different ways to kind of bring out the real answer. It's tough to do it on yourself because you do have to be extremely brutally honest. So the question was, what do I need to believe to get these items done? I need to believe that it's going to lead to success. That's what I need to believe to get these tasks done and to stop feeling avoidant around these tasks. I need to believe I will succeed or going further. Where did this fear of not succeeding even come from? Where did it come from? So I was conditioned during my entire childhood that by my father that I would never amount up to be anything. I would never be successful. I would never be good at anything. 
He reiterated this throughout my entire childhood. The reason why that is an episode or that's another podcast episode, okay? So I'm a pretty accomplished woman. Like I know that for a fact to be true. I'm pretty accomplished. But imagine that, imagine being an accomplished woman and still not believing that she can accomplish, even though she has already accomplished in the past. Like it doesn't add up. I've already proven to myself that I can accomplish. So why am I struggling with believing that I still can accomplish in the future with with whatever I'm working on? I always thought that I was a confident person. And that's why I was able to be successful because I'm a confident person. But really, I am accomplished and I'm successful because I've been busy my whole life trying to prove to a man that I would never ever even turn to for advice that I am accomplished. I've been trying to prove to him I am accomplished. I am successful because that's what I was told my entire life that I wasn't going to be. I fear not being accomplished because I fear his words to become true. And it took me my entire life to learn about this conditioning that I thought I I suppressed. I thought I suppressed that voice. But it's it was it's always still now that I look back, it's always still been the driver. It has left an imprint on my life. Everything that I've done to be successful or to be accomplished is because I've been chasing, chasing, running from this fear of trying to make his words not true. And that is the reason why I'm accomplished, because I've been running from something, because I've been fearing something. So it it's always been a driver and it's left an imprint. It's It's been steering the direction of my entire life this whole time until it just wasn't anymore. See, you can't confront something head on until you identify it. You have to give yourself sabotage. You have to give your conditioning a vision, a name, a number, a visual, something you can visualize that you're confronting and that you're connecting with. So now when I visualize my self-sabotage, it looks like Tyrone. That's my father's name. So now I get to confront that. And now I get to say, Tyrone, I'm no longer taking advice from you. You no longer get to dictate if I win or not. I'm no longer trying to reach my goals to prove something to my broken inner child. I'm pursuing my goals because they feel good to me to pursue. I'm done taking advice from self-doubt. You have no good advice to give me. I would not turn to this man for advice anywhere in my life. So why am I still taking his advice when it comes to my self-doubt or whether or not I'm able to succeed? Why am I still allowing this conditioning to take place? Because that conditioning is right underneath my good attitude and my mindset. One little, one bad day, and I get down on, I would get down on myself. I would find myself in a slump. Like maybe I can't do this. Maybe I'm not cut out for it. I mean, you guys know the drill. Each and every one of you listening right now has experienced that where we have a fallout. <laughs> we have a diva tantrum. Like we are like, I want to give up. Like, you know what that feels like. It's right underneath your good attitude. But yesterday you had a good attitude. But then today you're feeling that way. That is why your conditioning is right underneath that. And that's why you need to figure out what that conditioning is. You need to give this self-sabotage a name. I call it Tyrone. So you can speak to it head on. 
you can literally confront that shadow part of yourself. And girl, I be cussing him out sometimes. Like when I feel the doubt creeping up now, I know it's him. I know it's not him, but I've named my self-sabotage. I've given it a visual of him. So I be cussing it out. Like, no, I am not available to the advice anymore. You're not allowed to be a co-writer of my damn story. I'm not going to listen. I am going to be successful. I've already proven it to myself that I can do it. There's no reason why I can't. And I'm not going to, and if there is a reason why I'm not going to be successful, it's damn sure not going to be because of my conditioning and how I was raised in my childhood and my self-sabotage coming up from that. It's damn sure not going to be because of that voice. It's going to be because whatever else in the universe prevents me from doing what I'm supposed to do, it is not maybe health, whatever, it is not going to be that. So if you feel the self-doubt creeping up, something is there and you can tell yourself a thousand positive thoughts. I'm telling you, they will not always work. It's not always sustainable. There is something that has years and years of imprinting taking place. That's called your conditioning. And this is why we will never stop our inner work because new things are always going to be coming up. So don't beat yourself up if you find yourself slipping into self-doubt. Once you identify the driver, you get to kick them out. You get to evict them. You get to kick them to the curb. And you get to call in your inner archetype that you need to relate to to get shit done. So for me, my inner archetype is queen. It's so cliche, right? But sorry, it's like the most powerful archetype for me that helps me navigate. So once I identify who's driving the car at that moment, I kick them out and then I call in my archetype. So queens don't take advice from just anyone, right? Queens take necessary steps to get shit done. They don't wallow in self-pity. I have to call in my archetype and I have to remind myself what living by that archetype looks like right now for me. She's not sitting here telling herself, I'm going to give up. She, she doesn't talk like that to herself. She de- probably doesn't even cry. Like she doesn't even, her mascara is too expensive. Like honestly, if we're thinking about a queen, like she's not even bending her head down to cry because her crown is going to fall off. Like you really need to call in that archetype. And I will catch myself If I don't allow myself to be encouraged by embodying my archetype, my queen archetype, I will catch myself embodying the little girl Tyrone was able to condition to think that I would never be successful. So when I imagine myself on the couch, feeling frustrated, feeling defeated, feeling like, screw this, I can't do it, I have to visually imagine myself as that little girl. That's who I'm embodying right now. And I don't want to embody that hurt part of myself anymore, right? I I want to embody my archetype. So I get more into embodiment and ultimate alignment in my course, Six Steps to a Seven Figure Foundation, because I'm not with all the hokey pokey fluffy belief systems You might see on social media, they're pushing around, manifesting and all that. No, you want to walk, talk and act like a big time CEO. It takes a lot more than manifesting. And 
I'm explaining to you how you can create the same experiences of self-realization that I've had to create. So all of these self-realizations and all these epiphanies that I've had, I am guiding you to go through that experience of self-realization for yourself. Because I can sit here and tell you, oh, ask yourself this, ask yourself that. But it's a lot more than that. The journey is a lot more than just that. It's a lot more than just this podcast. So head over to my Instagram at Life Coach Elizabeth or visit the show notes for my course link. It's one thing to hear about how I overcame my mindset, but you need to go through your own journey. Like I said, and before learning business practices behind running a sustainable business, if that's your goal, and I'm assuming if you found my podcast, you might be in some space of owning a business because that's kind of my niche. You need to embody the person who is able to first to be graceful to yourself and commit to the inner work before you can commit to the business growth. So be graceful to yourself and commit to the inner work before you commit to your business growth, because it's not sustainable to grow a business when that conditioning is right underneath. It's right underneath your great attitude. And it's it's going to give you a path of least resistance. So please, if you are in business, you should also be giving the same amount of attention that you give to your business, to your inner growth, your self-development, and your mindset. Thank you for tuning into the Fortune 500 Mindset and Playbook podcast. Please don't forget to subscribe and please don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Life Coach Elizabeth for more advice and tips on how to embody the Fortune 500 CEO.